as the investigator, it's my job to tell you what our leads are. And I have three leads for us, all right? And I, I, I think that we're on the right path right now, but our three leads are we talked to Eleonora Capru at the Lepestadt University. We go to the asylum because they had a delivery from the same mysterious carriage. And our last lead is that everything seems to be pulling us to the Garden of Lead. We also have that auction here mm-hmm. in Califas of in other days. works by Gaiu. Gai- oh, that's right. Days. The auction of... The also, auction where did you get all this red yarn, by the way, that you've uh, tacked onto the wall? <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I bought a whole general store. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Decanter of endless yarn. Is there like an old like cur dog that sits on the front porch tucked in that back too? <laughs> you guys think I'm, you might guys might think I'm joking, but I went through the list of no, London Gear and Pathfinder <laughs> and like everything. No, no one thinks everything. No, everyone. When, yeah. we, we all know that when you immediately. Yeah. <laughs> when you say something like that, Lauren, we all know it's the truth. I did it with spreadsheets. <laughs> mm, oh, spreadsheets. Jeez. You head off to uh, Havenguard Asylum, which Mm. is also the Pathfinder Society Lodge. Can we go by carriage? uh, Okay. It's important to travel in, like, it's, like, seriously, it's important that we travel matching our status, especially in a place like this. So, like, we should always at least take horses. We should take carriages because you'll be treated completely differently depending on how you show up to a place. Good point. I do need to just ride her horse. Okay, so you arrive at the asylum, as they say, and apparently they had a small fire overnight because there's smoke coming out of uh, the roof and uh, people are sort of rushing around and and, uh, obviously it's the aftermath of some kind of event. So you're ushered in to speak with uh, Bo Rigmund Trice, who is the, the head doctor and Pathfinder Society venture captain, and he relates to you what... Probably thought uh, was going to happen that um, a painting was delivered, and he brought it into his office and unwrapped it, and then went home. And then the place caught on fire. So much of his office was destroyed. Mm. Um, luckily, the fire didn't spread to um, to any of the patient wings or things like that. But much of uh, sort of his area was uh, was destroyed or badly damaged by fire, and. Um, they didn't have any issues with bog mummies or anything like that, though, at least that they know of. They didn't have uh, exactly the same kind of thing happen. I have to mention real quick, because I forgot to mention, I'm setting Andre Goyu as the target of my pursuer lead. Very good. It turns out that Venture Captain Trice is familiar with Goyu. He's a, not an art fan, but he certainly is aware of some of the sort of underground subcultures in Usulov, and he is able to confirm what what the curator told you in terms of um, his popularity. And also, he he's aware of the auction and can give you directions to the uh, to the underground market where it will occur. So it's basically in an area of the sewers that has been um, sort of reclaimed in the catacombs under Ustalov. So you have the directions to that now, and you will be able to uh, follow up on that. Doc, did, did this the painting now? Yeah. Oh, um, the painting seems to have been destroyed in the fire. There's basically a, a burned up frame and nothing else. The The canvas is pretty much gone. He describes it though, and he basically said it was just a forest scene. It was like a, a, just a view of trees and uh, there were some birds flying and you know, just a nice sort of um, rural landscape kind of painting. Until what? <laughs> 
like the scenes were changing and moving until what happened to the to the uh, scene. He went home. He went yeah, home. He, he, he went home and went to bed. Probably true. never saw it. Yeah. Doc, did, did you get this uh, thing anonymously too? Uh, yes, yes. We didn't know who it came from. Who was it, it addressed was it, to? Ours was yeah. an admirer. Oh, um, it was just addressed to me. Mm. Personally. Me personally, yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. you be attending this auction? Uh, I hadn't planned on it. Um, although it certainly would be prudent, I think. Uh, I may have to detail an agent to attend in my stead. Um, I'm rather busy with a number of things going on, but uh, I think I will assign a, a pathfinder to uh, to attend and just make sure that everything is on the up and up and, and to see if uh, if these Goyu paintings uh, are more than they seem. After I get 200 gold, I think you pathfinders do a good job. I'd like to purchase some of your specific wares. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> Did the forest scene mean anything to you personally? No, it uh, it wasn't a place that I recognized. I mean, it, it just seemed to be, you know, a, a typical landscape. And did you find it odd that someone would send you a painting? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, a lot of odd things happen to me. Um, it's just the way it's, it comes with the job, essentially. But um, I didn't really think much of it. I, I didn't, it didn't have a magical aura. Um, mm. well, we we check things. Oh, yeah, we, we I I I wouldn't take something and just put it in my office without without having it checked. It was uh, checked by one of the uh, one of the agents, but mm-hmm. obviously hours. it was masked or or uh, <clears throat> hidden in some way. Could the agent have been incompetent? Uh, <laughs> a pathfinder. Yes. That's that's impossible. <laughs> okay. I yes. love that question. Yes. The the agent could have <laughs> been it, it's actually less likely that they were incompetent and more likely that they were treacherous. <laughs> oh jeez. That was gonna be my question. <laughs> <laughs> um it's it I mean it is possible. It could have told me that there was no aura. Um I'll have to follow that up. Tell me, tell me, Doc, how do you keep those people under your charge safe from the uh, the dangerous folk who come in here uh, a day in and day out? Um, like us. We lock the doors a lot. And that keeps that that, that keeps the inmates safe from the Pathfinder agents? Uh, yeah, yes, it, it, it mostly okay. does. We, we, we try and keep the areas as separate as possible. The, the kind of stresses that come with a Pathfinder Lodge are not conducive to healing <laughs> yeah I bet so he the venture captain doesn't have much more to um, add so you can um, you have a couple of other leads to follow up where would you like to go in this town I mean the next thing is the auction a- after that we're leaving town right and if we don't get any more clues sure yeah yeah should we go check with law enforcement see if anyone else reported paintings that caused Ooh. fires that's a good idea maybe find a idea. pattern of some sort there that's... were actually uh, a couple of other fires that were reported last night um mm. both in private residences in uh, in uh, a couple of isolated spots in caliphas anyone else have to deal with bog mummies or other summon creatures no not uh not that has been reported 
basically just the fires. What did the victims have in common? Um, that is a great question. Nothing really. Uh, nothing mm. that they will admit to. Right. Um, uh, were they all what? of the same painting, or were they different paintings? Did they have They're, the same? They were different paintings. Um, and actually, one of the one of the uh, two individuals was rumored to be a Pathfinder agent. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the paintings were. Um, one was a, a another rural landscape, sort of just flowing hills and a and a river and stuff like that. And another one was um, sort of like the Mwangi jungle, um, sort of a fanciful um, painting of uh, of jungle with some sort of lost city ruins in the background. A little a little historically inaccurate, but. That breaks the pattern. Like it all does. of the other situations could have been Istalov or Whispering Tyrant related. Mwangi doesn't sound very Whispering Tyrant related. That's true. Mm -hmm. Got anyone check uh, Detect Magic on theirs? Uh, the other ones, there is no reports of that, no. What's their social status? Uh, low. Low to middle. Hmm. I mean, one of them's a Pathfinder, so come on. <laughs> and everyone's okay? Yeah, there were no fatalities, interestingly. Um, so, rather lucky, um, but quite a bit of damage caused by the fires. One, uh, seem... one house was burned to the ground. That makes it seem more like domestic terrorism than actual assassination attempts. If I wanted to kill someone and not and have no one find out about it, there are much more efficient ways to do so. Hmm. Well, it certainly seems a cumbersome way of just starting fires or injuring people, for sure. Um, like a very dramatic way of doing it. Certainly dramatic, yes. Mm -hmm. and, like and you I wanted mean... to send a message. Mm -hmm. Or get some attention. Or get that some very be. precise people to attend an auction. <laughs> but if they if they're sending a message, the message is unclear. If they're trying to build a reputation, who is doing this is unclear. We're missing something. We have to find this Andre Goyu. Mm -hmm. Wait, I'm gonna take a look at that card again. Is it from from a Secret Admirer? And is there like a little period after the A? So maybe yeah. that is someone's name. Let's oh no, it. That card. It says, uh, from an admirer. It's not even A, it's Andre. Okay. Andre admirer. All right. I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm going to use one of my alchemical tools. I'm going to turn a versatile vial into a bloodhound mask, which gives me imprecise sense. Okay. I'm, I'm going to smell that mask. What does uh, it smell okay. of? Wait. Smell the card, you uh, mean? Smell the card. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Smell the card. Yeah, the mask. Um, Okay, uh, that's interesting. Um, so you smell the card, and it smells damp, and um, not a good smell. I would say sort of the smell of a raw sewer. Sewage. Yes, a sewer. Mm. That's a lead. I found a lead. We gotta <laughs> go into the sewers. Now that's where we're going for this auction. That, is that that is where the auction is, isn't it? That's it's right. Yep. Yes, yes. Well then, yeah, the case is afoot. 
Oh boy, can we get a map of the sewers from the city government or something? Oh, yeah. Uh, there isn't actually a complete map. Um, of course, there's not. There, yeah. It's, well, there's it's, catacombs and stuff under the city, like you said, because of the layers upon layers of the city being built on top of other layers. And that's right. Ah, okay. Yeah. So that's what the it... vampires go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the vampires already. It's Ustalag. You we, can never forget can we the stock up on garlic. Just you know, because yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah. There's there's a lot of garlic available. Wolf Does Spain garlic too. actually do something yeah. to vampires? Um. It depends. Um, common knowledge or common uh, assumption is that it repels them. I'd like but... to make a roll for uncommon knowledge. If I roll vamp, <laughs> if I roll garlic all over a crossbow bolt and then shoot it into a vampire, is that going to do something? Uh, it will make him angry. Hmm, that might be worth it. The crossbow bolt roll... might do more than the garlic. <laughs> yeah, Can being I use shot untrained... by a crossbow bolt makes most people angry. <laughs> Nice untrained improvisation to know about vampires, specifically how garlic affects them. Uh, yeah, sure. 21. Okay, yeah, garlic does repel them. Um, okay. but if you are forcing garlic into contact with them in a crossbow bolt, it's not going to make them explode or anything. They will just basically probably use an action to pull the bolt out and throw it away from them. Oh, so itching. it makes them waste an action. That's like stunned. That's worth <laughs> it. I know, that's so good. <laughs> All right, we'll have to we'll have to make some garlic oil or essence of garlic and uh, start rubbing it all over your crossbow bolts and all over my. I blade. am a poisoner. Garlic yeah. is just poison for vampires. That's, That's right. That sounds right. Yeah. Culinary okay. plus poison. It's the perfect combination. Do we have any <laughs> serious reason to suspect vampires? Well, we're in Istalov, where rumor of vampires and undead just attacked us in a dramatic way. And we're going into the, the sewers. Vampires. Yeah, we're going to the sewers where there's like catacombs and vampires would probably hang out there to move around the city during the day. So, yeah. If we're right, we'll appreciate the garlic. If we're wrong, we'll have well-seasoned rations. That's right. <laughs> and uh, significant breath issues. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and make a purchase. It's fine. Uh, I'm sharing a room with Ogdren. I'm, I'm used to breath issues. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and hey. buy some garlic and start and start like getting the oil from it. Okay, sure, you can do that. Um, you have you basically have a day to kill before the the, yeah. the auction at this point. So. Everybody gets a garlic necklace. Since it's just like a food stuff, I'm gonna spend a copper on it. Is that enough? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, you get some garlic. My spreadsheet demands to know how much money I spend. Oh my gosh, <laughs> a gold worth of garlic. We get a whole crate full. Wow, yeah. wowzers. Buy a stock of garlic <laughs> farm, garden, garden. I think it's garden. garden. Yeah. It's not stock. It's futures when it's garlic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that's true. I, I don't. Okay. Um. So you stock up on garlic, and you have uh, basically as much garlic as you want, and you can apply it like you would a poison to your weapon. Um. And let's see. What uh, what else do you want to do before you go to the auction? Get dolled up, but stealthily dolled up. Did you say belt Ooh. up or doll up? Doll, dolled up, dolled, dolled up. up. Okay. Get get dolled up. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. We do we get to use our costumes again? Did we ever use them in the first place? Flashback. <laughs> uh, the, those those identities are only known in Taldor. I don't think they would really. Uh, oh. 
we didn't start any rumors here in Ustalov about the the five superheroes, <laughs> vigilantes, <laughs> vigilantes. Oh, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I think we I think we spent that two at least two uh, episodes just planning that, yeah, and then one really long one planning <laughs> it, and then like. Months later, somebody brought it up, and it's wasted half an episode <laughs> reminiscing about it. That's awesome. Oh, that's um, so good. Right. Idonia fly. plans on using her hat of disguise and persona mask. Uh, I I think I want to go separately, like arrive separately to y'all, and she'll show you what she's gonna look like. But she is essentially gonna use that to look like the quintessential operatic version of what a vampire might like, just like so kind of stereotypical. Uh, but she's going to she's going to look like she's a vampire showing up to the auction. Specifically, she wants to act as a distraction to anyone who might be doing some stuff, which uh, pulling their attention away means other people doing stuff might be easier for us to find out because there's a distraction. OK. And if, if things go bad, she might use those to, to change what she looks like as well. Because being big and obvious means it's easier to hide later. Okay. Sounds good. That works. Uh, I'm just going to flop. Do we need invitations or something to get into this? Uh, no. If you know the location, you should be good to go. And we do You'll, because of the gossip, right? Yeah. yeah. You'll yeah, have to right. register um, your uh, either show some amount of money that you have with you or you'll have to um, otherwise convince them to give you, um, to let you bid in the auction. I have a bunch of money because I saved it for prescient purchase. So huh? we're good to go. Good, okay, good. Okay, so you head into the sewers after getting yourselves all dolled up. The sewers, I'll pull you over to a map here in a second. Uh-oh, that means battle. No, no, no. It means setting the scene. And oh, I was going to say, Idonia makes her breastplate look like a, a full steel boned corset or something. So it works with her outfit. Nice. So you look like a vampire? I look like some sort of like very gothic-y noble that people will probably be like, is that a vampire? But she's oh, trying to look very fancy and scary. And she has a persona mask, so she has a mask on that probably has like I don't know, blood dripping from the eyes or something that's just very Ooh. extra and gothy. Nice. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to throw you guys onto your token layer here. That's what I need to do. I like that. It's not that you look like a vampire. You look like the cause of vampire rumors. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There yeah. you go. Okay. Ooh. So this is the map for the area. You can ignore all of the um, key and any other, you know, Basically, the market is the big uh, circular area there. It's sort of what what seems to have been some kind of uh, large amphitheater or, or something. And um, there's step, steps down into it, and there are a couple of sort of big, um, you know, stalls of sort of the regular market. And then the center area is like a stage where it looks like the, the, the auction itself will be. And so the various people are, are sitting down... Um, Many are just sitting on the ground or standing. Uh, a number of the um, folks that did better planning have brought um, folding chairs and are not sitting in the muck. And um, why don't you all make perception checks? I yeah. would love to. Uh, ni 19. 20. 24. Okay. okay. Um, so... <laughs> Oops. Wow. Well... Um, <laughs> 
Well, you got blood, blood coming out of your eyes. Yeah. You got blood yeah. coming out of your eyes from that mask. Yeah. Too much eyeliner. It's <laughs> just <laughs> black. Everywhere you look. Oh, a mascara in my eye. Oh, oh, that's horrible. Well, and, and you know, the various odors uh, are making your eyes water as well, oh, clearly. Yeah. Is this a different a day? Do I have my vial back? <laughs> yes, it's a different day. Okay. Yes. So you're all good. Vial back. So you uh, you sort of make your way around. Um, the place is is filling up. I haven't put a bunch of people on the uh, on the map there, but the the place is is uh, filling up. There's probably a couple of dozen people in there, and um, there are a number on this central sort of stage area. There are a number of uh, what look like what looks suspiciously like the painting that. Um, you received that's sort of all wrapped up in in ribbons and, right. and is is on an easel and there's about six of them up there. There are a couple of guards standing up on the stage with crossbows and then there's a, a guy who looks to be um, the auctioneer is sort of standing there looking at various uh, cards and, and sort of preparing for the for the auction. Um, there's also a crowd of sort of hangers-on uh, people that you're pretty sure aren't going to be able to bid, but are just there to see um, what's available. Um, the people that are bidding have a little paddle that they can hold up with a number on it. And so mm -hmm. if you want to show your wealth or um, get in on the bidding, you'll need to get one of those paddles. Quick question. Did we learn enough from the curator that we too can spot the style of Andre Goyu? Or are we kind of still not able to do that? You could get a, I mean, yeah, you, it's it's fairly distinctive. You might not be able to tell between a Goyu and a copycat, but you could certainly tell between a Goyu and a, you know, some other kind of painter. And these paintings are Goyus. Right. Oh uh, well, they're still all they're... covered up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're still all wrapped up. Are they all in a fireball-shaped arrangement? <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, a fireball would take out not only all the paintings but the auctioneer and both guards. This seems like a worthy strategy it certainly does it would solve a lot of issues but uh yeah. well, maybe have to see. <laughs> fireballs see. solve a lot of issues it's true so um as you're sort of looking around um you do uh let's see it's um ogdren your perception of 24 um you catch a glimpse across the way like all the way across the circle and uh, mm -hmm. so you guys are sort of um, I'm just going to stick you all. Oops. Uh, uh, too many weird things happening here. I've moved my map. So um, across the way, you can see a, um, a person that looks... You, you catch a glimpse of them. They kind of look familiar, and you, and you can't really see perfectly w well but it, it looks like they were sort of looking at you and as soon mm. as you sort of noticed them they they sort of turned away and, and um, tried to hide in the crowd kind of thing so the the sewer area leads into this big round area which is um, oh about a hundred feet across or so and it basically um, is full of people standing on this upper ring of of um, stone, and then down in the depressed area in the center, there's a wooden stage that's been placed where where the paintings and the auctioneer 
is and so on. Along the edge, there are a couple of market stalls. Some of the, one of them is selling food and the other two are selling um, all sorts of sort of trinkets and drinks and those kinds of things. Um, and there's this crowd here. You're, you've come into the south end and then on the uh, right across on the north side of this ring is where Ogden caught uh, a, look, a look of someone that kind of looked familiar, but more important, looked like they were looking directly at you. And then as soon as they noticed that you saw them, Ogren, they sort of turned away into the crowd. All right. I'll say, folks, uh, I think someone knows us here. Where are they? Right, right across the way. They melted into the crowd, though. Something about them seem familiar. Hmm. Should should we head after them? Hmm. Uh, just keep your uh, keep on your toes, I think. Mm-hmm. So does everyone here have their weapons? Mm-hmm. Oh, just yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, most people are carrying, um, you know, a dagger or a blade of some kind. There are some that are conspicuously not because they have a couple of goons behind them that are carrying weapons, mm-hmm. but most people have at least a, a dagger or a boot, boot knife or something like that. I am so... Does anyone have full adventuring gear? Mm. <laughs> yeah, you, you do stand out because you're in full adventuring gear. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't wearing metal armor. It, it looks like a number of these people probably spend quite a bit of time down in the sewers, and so <gasps> they don't wear things that make them sink. <laughs> we kind of look like a SWAT team show that to a gun and knife show. Yeah, pretty much. I am so decked in extra dimensional spaces where all of my gear is hidden that I'm just wearing like a detective's coat and that's it. Okay. I have Adonia. that and I have my bag. That's it. Yeah. Adonia in the full gothic ball gown and mask are uh, is separate yes. from <laughs> also looks probably out of place, but is is specifically trying not to speak to anybody. And if anyone talks to her, she'll just give them an imperious look. Nice. Uh, and is I'm going to try and be separate enough from the rest of the party that I'm not associated with them. Move your token on the map just to I, sort of where you want to be. Relative I have to no token. Oh, yeah, we only see Xavier's token. Oh, yeah, I thought it was just okay. Me. Sorry. Um, I think you're Obvious, all on the, the only GM one came here. Player. <laughs> Let me fix that. I'm like, guys, weren't we all? <laughs> Good luck down there. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, uh, I dumped one of the GM layer by mistake. There we go. There you are. Oh, so good to see you again. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, put yourselves uh, where you'd like to be. Um, and so those folks were way over on the, that, that person was way over on the other side. Uh, I'm just going to blend into the crowd if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Scatter around, do whatever I mean, you'd I'm like not, to do. I'm not in like full adventure gear. Like I, I think I could blend in. Yeah, that's fine. Xavier, you uh, hear a voice behind you saying, uh, oh, it's so good to see you again. And standing beside you is your good friend Evgeny, the guy from the guy who stole the mummy. He is there. He's looking very different from the way he he looked before. He still got the, the scar on his face. But there's something about his eyes. He's just, he's, he's much less unsure of himself. He's much less non-vampire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you you he's wearing a, a one of those what are they a cravat one of those uh, ties that goes around <laughs> his neck so you can't oh. really see if he's got vampire marks or anything like that but he certainly has uh, much more self confidence he says uh, are are you uh, are you participating in the auction today I'd love to catch up with you and we'll uh, we'll end there and we'll have to pick it up at the next session. But that's so ominous. I'm ready for the next session now. Yeah. This has been a No Direction Network production with soundtrack and original theme provided by Sirenscape and the Sirenscape Fantasy Player. Join us in two weeks for the next episode of Adventurous.